Happy Wednesday, everyone. I'm Tashi J, and welcome back to The Heart Podcast, the podcast all about expressing the art that's within our hearts, a part of the heart movement, founded by yours truly. Without further ado, let's get started. I got some things that I need to say. I don't know why I feel this way, but I've been having trouble sleeping lately. Maybe I just gotta get this out of the way. I don't know what the problem is, but I do know how I feel. And I know when I'm with my friends, it feels so fake because I can't be real. I don't want to be the laughing stock, but I do want the pain to stop. And every single little joke I tell, just to cover up the pain so well. And I'm feeling like I'm so depressed, and my life is just one big mess. I don't really want to disappoint, but I've been feeling like, what's the point, huh? Is it really even worth the hurt? Is it really even worth the pain? I've been working at this thing for years, but is it really... All right, guys, welcome back to the Heart Podcast. This is your host, Tashi J, and we are in our third and final part of comic book character psychosis this week i decided that we are in fact going to talk about the one and only storm aurora monroe you're probably seeing a pattern here i did a dc character and then i did two marvel characters and honestly i am a huge marvel fan and storm is one of my favorite characters but i also want to talk about storm because she's kind of in a realm where we we don't really talk about we usually talk about emotional disorders when people talk about mental disorders and things and stuff like that. Or we might talk about anxiety, but we don't really talk about anxiety disorders. For those who don't know, Storm has claustrophobia. Claustrophobia is an anxiety disorder resulting in an irrational fear of having no escape from an enclosed space and can lead to panic attacks and other symptoms. Things like excessive fear when in crowded or confined spaces, sweats and chills, dry mouth, headache, numbness, tightness in chest, nausea, and disorientation. So those are all different symptoms of claustrophobia. So it's crazy when you think of it on a surface level, especially if you don't really know a lot about Storm, you just kind of know X-Men on a surface level, how this all-powerful, almost Omega level, depending, mutant who has control over the weather is afraid of tiny little tight spaces and that's what makes it you know it's a disorder it's it's in your head and that's also why it's considered irrational but that doesn't make it any less important or any less prevalent or mean that you need to take it any less seriously not because she's all powerful um not because it's not a emotional thing and not because it's irrational It may be irrational, but it's rational to her. So claustrophobia, of course, usually, like a lot of things, comes from some kind of trauma. And trauma stays with you a lot of the time. It takes a lot of time to heal from stuff like that. So it really makes sense, if you know. Let's get into the backstory of Storm. So when Storm was a child, she was buried under tons of rubble and trapped there for a long time. After there was a plane shot down over her home, which... And the attack actually killed her parents, making her an an orphan. And also, this is the first time her powers ever came to fruition. So it was almost like a defense mechanism that their powers manifested when she was in a time of struggle and needed help because there was no one there to help her. It was her powers that got her out of the rubble. The funny thing is that despite that, sometimes... She feel she becomes completely powerless and doesn't even use her powers when she gets into positions where she is feels stuck and confined and afraid if she's in an enclosed space. So it's a, that's very interesting. 
when you really think about it, it's almost interesting and kind of works really well that a character who is whose powers are all about controlling the weather in the sky, one of the most open places you can be in, is afraid of small spaces, even though the fear itself stemmed from a traumatic experience. So we will get right back into that after we introduce our first couple of pieces by our first couple of people. And then we'll come back and already done the backstory. And just get into some examples of Storm dealing with her claustrophobia in the comics. This first piece is a return piece by Marcus G. Taylor of the brown-eyed soul man, To Love Someone. To love someone is to close your eyes. Hand over trust with all of your seams. Allow another to share in your theme. Then let them input what strengthens their ties. Understand what they have behind their cries, collected words and objects that came in their stream. To love someone is to close your eyes. Hand over trust with all of your seams. Look with them when they stare in the sky, see what they see in between dreams. Pay attention. Pay attention to the things that give them a gleam. Ensure that you will go through the lows and the highs to love someone. To love someone is to close your eyes. Now we're going to have another sort of real piece. This one is called Rookie of the Year. Enjoy. Let the beat drop. Uh. Kill this track. Try my hardest. Let me know what you think. What you uh, I'm a rookie, but I still go large. I'm a merc, but I always take him out. No charge. When you see me in the vet, don't forget that you said, Rizzy, baby, you ain't gonna never really ever go hard, huh? About time that I showed you. Yeah, I'm really about to show you. Everybody pulling up to me like, dang, Rizzy, is you ever gonna go through? But do you really wanna see? Cause I'm not gonna soften these punches, huh? Do you really wanna ride with me? Cause I don't want you losing your lunches uh. So if you ready, homie, sit down Grab a chair and a snack pack I might get a little off track But I'ma always bring it right back, homie Cause I have the logic and reason To kill every track that I make I'm in and out, uh And you fruity loops have the audacity To say I'm fake, please please. I fix up my rhymes with some pro tools And other supplies, uh. Boy, I effort with the mind If you don't, then you just ain't that wide Get it, uh now I'm back to that, I go hard, homie, I just have a knack for that I don't care about no Glock, I know that's that sad I spit truth, homie, fuck it when I drop this rap They like, oh, Rizzy, baby, do that right I make love to the mic and I can go all night Boy, I start off slow and then I bring that hype You ain't ready for me, boy, I'm a brand new type And these rappers couldn't tell a rock song from a pop song You can see me, homie, even when the light's on No, I be going off like a cop car Birdie on a tracker, homie, you can't even make par I'm too slick for this I am not a rapper, I'm a lyricist Got me putting down a hat to get some tips for this But soon I'll be up on the stage and telling tips for this I'm like, oh, I'm schooling, ain't no playing hooky Rapping like a pro, but yo, I'm still a rookie, uh I'm killing every track I'm on Don't even try to chase me, I'm already gone, uh. I'm rapping like I'm OCD, they like Rizzy so clean I'm like, you know me, and my rental rhyme level is a PhD And this beat'll get you higher than some TAC I'm like, oh, you can hate if you want, if you want. Yeah, I just call it envy 
And this flow is like a parasite <laughs> I didn't know I had it in me You better make some room I'm coming for the top and I'ma be there soon The end of the minor league is right here And for exceptional performance, boy, I'm rookie of the year Let's go Sunset, do it like a boss when I do spit, and I'm <coughs> too sick. Uh, you don't wanna see me in a showdown. I don't ever ever have to slow down. Talking about me, boy, I'm ruthless. Mr. Clean on the track, boy, I'm too fresh. Uh, call me Freddy, that boy Rizzy is a nightmare. Scaring all you haters at your nightwear. Kicking all you babies at your high chair. I'll be here a while, just got a timeshare. Closing out the song on the last note. We don't even really need a real vote, cause all these other rappers got their hands tied. Cause I'm the best one by your landslide. Uh, All right, and we're back to the discussion at hand, which is Storm and her claustrophobia. So, Storm has had to deal with her claustrophobia many times as an X-Man. If an example of the first time the X-Men themselves actually found out Storm had claustrophobia, there's a story where her and Jean Grey are chasing a thief through the New York subway station, I believe. And... She has a panic attack because the subway station is very enclosed and she feels trapped and tight and she just freaks out. So when things like that happen, sometimes she may have flashes back to her childhood. She starts to feel powerless. And that's again back to those claustrophobic symptoms. You start to feel powerless and sweat, chills, fear, all that kind of stuff. And it's almost a PTSD-esque kind of thing where it's just something that you keep thinking back on and have a hard time overcoming. Another time is the juggernaut. Everybody knows the famous line, I'm the juggernaut. (laughs) But uh, the juggernaut, juggernaut, the juggernaut attacks the X-Men. And in the attack, the juggernaut ends up knocking over some rubble. And that rubble, of course, traps Storm of all people. And, of course, this is one of those things where it's not unlike the way she was trapped as a child when she's buried under the rubble and has no escape. And despite having these crazy powers, she feels trapped. Of course, we know with her powers, if she didn't have claustrophobia, she could literally just use the wind to move the rubble out of the way and be free. But because it's engraved in her mind... It freaks her out. She cries out, helpless and paralyzed, and she's unable to move until a shift happens that moves the rubble and she's able to see the sky, realizing that she's not trapped. And she's able to see the sky and therefore she's able to see hope. And that hope is what helps her to get out of there and save her friends because the X-Men was getting thrashed. All right, the Juggernaut is no joke. Charles really needs to get his family under control. He tries. It don't work. So let's talk about ways of overcoming. Actually, we'll talk about that in a second. First, we're going to take another break. This episode is going to be pretty quick because I also want to do some honorable mentions at the end. So let's go ahead and get into another piece, introduce that and have a listen. And then we'll be back. 
This next one's another song by T. Mason called Hard to Find. Birthdays have become burials, and yet we are still expected to sit in silence. Still expected to let hate win. Still expected to sit and pray while giving well wishes to the evils of the man that would gun us down in the streets. As they kill us, as humans kill one another, slain in innocence, slain because the Father made us look like us and not like them, slain because they see us as less than, as nothing while using the myth of black-on-black crime to perpetuate the image of angry, violent thugs enough. Black mothers, wives, and children cry out in the streets as our husbands, sons, and fathers are wiped out methodically, simply for existing. Only black people can be murdered and blamed for it. Only black people can be gunned down for living their life, minding their business, and trying to survive. Enough. Enough. Enough is enough. But what are we going to do about it? All right, now let's talk about some methods of dealing with claustrophobia. From therapists I've spoken to, um, the best way to deal with types of things like claustrophobia is exposure therapy. You get exposed to what it is you're afraid of, and eventually you learn to manage that fear, especially when in defense or protecting your friends, which is what Storm eventually did. She, of course, being an X-Men, was constantly exposed to her biggest fear. And eventually, she learned, I love my friends. My friends are more important than this fear. 
let me overcome this and try to save them. That was actually very quick and concise. It was a lot. There were a lot of fewer layers to that one, but that doesn't make it any less important. Um, some honorable mentions. I'd like to bring up some characters I thought about or didn't think about <laughs> that I just want to touch on very excruciatingly briefly that also have some disorders that you may or may not know about. Um, Polaris. Polaris is the daughter of Magneto. And let's be honest, all Magneto's kids got issues. <laughs> so Polaris stuff suffers from depression, PTSD, and anxiety. Uh, do you want to know why? Look it up. I say uh, all these characters that I'm honorably mentioning that I haven't talked about, definitely look up a lot of the backstory behind it. A lot of these I know. A couple I don't. And I just wanted to get some new perspective on a few of them. Uh, Scarlet Witch. Look at that. Another one of Magneto's children. <laughs> but she has a fractured psyche. But that's not as much on Magneto as uh, some of Polaris' stuff. Legion has DID. Legion is the son, I believe, of Professor Charles Xavier. And he's crazy. Uh, Hank Pym has bipolar disorder which is why Janet had to get away from him. Jessica Jones suffers from PTSD. Um, I'm sure a lot of you have heard of the Jessica Jones TV series. It's mostly pretty accurate to a lot of the stuff she went through and suffers from PTSD because of it. Moon Knight, a very favorite Marvel character of mine who is really awesome, has DID. Most people know that. Two-Face also has DID, which... I'm sure it doesn't come as a shock to anyone. Carnage suffers from clinical psychopathy. And I mean, he's a psychopath. So nothing more needs to be said about that. Um, Wolverine, of course, has PTSD and anger issues out the wazoo. And he also has suffers from alcoholism because, you know, why not? Dr. Light, I'm not sure how many people know this, but Kimio Hoshi has nyctophobia, which is a fear of extremely dark places which kind of sucks for certain things when it comes to being dr light and firefly has pyromania which explains everything that it has to do with firefly so that's all i have for this week's episode of the heart podcast make sure to tune in next week as we're going into june and of course we're going to be getting away and into some new topics in june but next week specifically i'm going to be talking to you about me. Uh, I don't think I gave a, the best of introductions to myself when I started this podcast, and I just want to give you a little insight and backstory on my story so that you understand where this is coming from, why I wanted to do this, and why you should possibly listen to me about using art for mental health and for expression. So, you know, get a little bit of insight maybe not too much maybe more than you need i don't know <laughs> we'll see but either way thank you for tuning in to this week's episode of the heart podcast the podcast all about sharing the art that's on your heart and i ask that you make sure you share that with someone every single day but until next week i will see you guys later Bye.